What's up, Memphis? Going on, call, t- talk to him, gangster. R.I.P. To Gangster Boo. Also known to the world as Lola Mitchell. Yeah. You want to give you your flowers. Posthumous, unfortunately. But I just want to let you know, we're going to continue banging. And I just want to let you know, you made a great imprint on this thing we call hip-hop. Man, what? So, uh, and you know, I got a, a story, you know, to kind of lighten the mood here. I, I remember the first time I saw a gangster boo. Uh, I was at home. I, I don't know why I remember this. And uh, was rap, rap city. city. I was about to say it had to be yeah. rap city. That's all we had there. I was eleven years old at the time. You know, when you're eleven, you, you like you 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 finding out about other things about yourself you know what i'm saying uh, you girl crazy yeah i like girls now you start bathing every day man what putting on deodorant and well, shit well some at 11 <laughs> still it did take a little longer for other boys but not, not the I, I knew i had to smell good you know <laughs> man, what i'm saying that's what you know you got to you, you get your first girlfriend but now nah, go ahead bro I, and i remember watching it i'm like who the fuck is this <laughs> she had you. like she was just so like brown, but she yeah. just looked around. The, you know how no you tell big, a fake ass, no cool big fake ass, no big fake titties. Like, who she was? But that was the, the aesthetic back then. Yeah, also, absolutely. so when you saw a new rapper or a new talent, it was like, damn, who is that? And then she had like that that hood persona that wasn't like she wasn't trying too hard. It was just like this in me, yeah. especially <laughs> when she was in the blue fur on the Win Them Dollars that video, but. Man. I just wanted when that's why when I heard that she passed because I know she had just had the song with with Lotto and Glorilla, yeah. like and it came out about a month before like yeah. she getting her flowers for this new generation, yeah. And to see someone in in that light getting being welcomed into the next generation, and then to have their demise in this way in this fashion, it shows you how important it is to let your heroes know. You know the impact, and I'm glad that she was able to get some of those flowers. She was what, but, uh, 40, 43, 44, 43. He was young, man. That just shows, like, and you know, I'm neither here nor there of like how she passed, but it's right, more right, about right, the thing exactly. where like we never know how much time we got here, you know. So we have to make sure that we are fully invested, yeah. and and we're able to uh, make it known how we feel. Tell you love what you love them. Yeah, man. man and whatever you say you want to do, man, get your ass off that couch yeah, and get it do done. Do it, dog. Like, tomorrow, hey, promise. It's not. Shh, we man, take that shit for granted, man. When I was younger, I was a procrastinator, but man, you can't procrastinate. Do that shit. But man. rest in peace. Rest in peace. And, and man, we saw, and we living. also saw, uh, you know, also uh, prayers and condolences to our family as well yeah. uh, in the city of Memphis. Uh, we also saw uh, how how fragile mortality is um, this week in, in the sports realm. Oh, man, um, that was that was scary. Again, tell your loved ones you love them. You never know, man. man shout out to know. Demar Hamlin. Yeah, yes, sir. And also shout out to the first responders on the Bills uh, staff for being able to answer the call. You know, in a high pressure situation like that, but uh, you know, as of, as of now, you know, when we recording. They say he's you know able to breathe on himself. Yeah, he's like, FaceTime. Able to talk. His teammates earlier, so man, 
It's, it's, and that's crazy. His uncle said that they had to restart his heart yeah, twice. twice. That means you really Man. got a new lease on life. Like, I, I, I could never fathom how it is to get a second chance at life when you were yeah. that close, especially when yeah. you're hearing about it. Yeah. Unfortunately, he'll be able to see, if he wanted to, the 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 entire incident forever in a day. Like, that would be crazy to me to be able to to replay that situation and how close I was to being out of here. It, like, I hope he gets the help and the therapy that he needs, if he needs it, to understand, like, I mean, he just think about it, bro. Like, the last thing you remember is getting up from a hit. Everything after that, you don't even remember. And that was what? Monday night? Yep. Friday, Sunday so night. four days. No, that was Monday night. Monday, Monday night's night. like four days. Four days you don't even remember. And like you say, a second chance at life, man. What? And like, man, fuck a game at this point, bro. Man. You know what I mean? Like, and shout out, you know, I don't always agree with some of the things the NFL do, but shout out with shout out to them for just like saying, you know what, this y'all can't play anymore. Cause real talk, if they had tried to move on business nah. as usual, I would have felt really offended yeah. for everybody out there because then you would have known that you are just nah. you're not a commodity. Nah. You're, you're you're like next man up is not supposed to be something that we are practicing here. Right. When someone is fighting for their life, I mean, you as an athlete, it's one thing to see somebody tear their Achilles, and yeah. you're like, shit. Especially if you hear it pop too, you're like, damn, you don't even want to go out there. But let alone somebody has to have their life saved, they they whole life saved, they oh, heart man. stopped on the and like yeah. what what scared me of when I heard oh, his heart stopped and had to be resuscitated is I'm like, I hope he has no lingering brain damage. And I'm glad the team did that circle around so everybody couldn't see. Yeah, you know, everything that was going on, but man, man, shout out to the NFL though for yeah, you know having for the wherewithal to like read for the real. room. Yeah, um, but there were some people in some uh, situations uh, that that really like rubbed me the wrong way. Man. Um, you know, we all know one of the biggest corporates and the main corporate who, unfortunately, has always been a heel to a lot of people. But this kind of takes. Uh, the cake, uh, Skip Bayless, man. Disappointment doesn't even like, bro. That doesn't capture how, my true feelings, bro. And you know, there was some people trying to say, well, he didn't mean it in this context. <sighs> if I have to figure out your context in a situation like this, you should have kept that tweet. Should have kept that shit to yourself, cause it, if if the shoe was on the other foot and the, just the slightest thing was mentioned like that, shit, we'd still be apologizing. Just to keep a job. And for you to stand on some shit like that, I'm not taking it down. I'm not just to stand on that. Like, bro, it's like sometimes you have to concede and know how to not overplay your hand or ego. Like, even if you don't believe that you did anything wrong, just for the good of everything involved. And for the sake of the family. That's what I'm saying. Like, let's not have this be something that we have to have an opinion about or we have to be debating about. Right. And then, you know, our brother Shannon took a day off. <laughs> Had to. Because, see. I think a lot of niggas have been in that situation where somebody pissed you off. I cannot off. go to work tomorrow. If I go to work. on site. <laughs> I still got some shit I got to pay for. I can't lose my job. <laughs> it's on site. So he took a day off. And then. So it's tell me why Skip didn't see the signs when he got like, nigga, in the next day. If he has to call and be like, hey, I ain't going to make it today, man. Hey, what's wrong? Are you sick of anything? Nope. 
I'm I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> I ain't, never, I ain't never felt that. But like I ain't Danny Rose with me. But that nigga there, we gonna have smoke if I see him within the first. I can't be there. One, one of us can't be at work that day. And, and this is when I realized, like Skip, you know how some people be like, I got black friends. Like people, like having cross racial relationship is dope as fuck. I hope more people are able to do it. But there are certain gaps amongst those relationships where we just don't be re- knowing the signs. And I don't think Skip had the real nigga senses. He didn't know. To understand. How close. You were in danger. How close. <laughs> How close. Nigga dropped his pen and looked at old girl. What's her name? Jen? You know when a nigga start talking to somebody and wait. And not, like, even ta- uh, not even talking to you. He ain't even you. supposed to be talking to her at all. <laughs> She she was like a camera, or like a she's the a fucking producer or something. Like, 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 you know when a nigga got to talk to the third party, because if I talk to this nigga, I'm going to have to reach I can't say that else to him, because whatever, whatever answer he give me, it's just going to be an excuse. It's not going to be good me. enough. It's not. So I got shit I still got to pay for. Man, nigga, would've, he would have ripped the back of that, that tight-ass oh, jacket man. if he had reached across that desk. He probably would have ripped something. He probably would have took, you remember how... Uh, <laughs> He's hell took Debo shoes off. You know, Skip Hart's wear J's. He probably would have knocked his ass out to right, his J's off. Nah, like, honestly, nah, like, that would have been the greatest moment on daytime television. Because oh, it would have been like. If you would have just. And, 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 and Source, not even <laughs> not even just whooping his ass, but just reaching across the table and grabbing him by his jacket and like. like nigga, I can't. And just snatching him up. <laughs> like, boy. Like, how you know how your mama grabbed you in the stove? <laughs> nigga, I kill you. It's when you just say one word. You look at me, you snatch real quick and be like, boy, boy, listen. And then you know. I can see Shannon. I can see Shannon shaking. Boy. And he going to rip the back because you know Shannon sneezed hard. That jacket is ripped in the back. That that, should be tailored to his skin. You need to go up a little bit. That nigga wear skinny suits. (laughs) Skinny suits. I think so. You going to see every crevice of muscle I got. He grabs Skip. The back of that shit going to come out like, what what, what was uh, Hercules? Hulk's name was Bruce Banner. Yeah. David Banner. David Banner. Well, Bruce Banner, Bruce they Banner, gave yeah. they gave the nigga David. They, no, it was uh, Bruce Banner in the in the in the comics, right. and it was David Banner in the uh, in the in the movie. Okay, and they because they said Bruce was sounded too gay. Do you know that was the real reason why they they changed it for the movie? Not to go down that rabbit hole, but you know nowadays they they would have pulled every if they said some shit about like that nowadays. Well, yeah, she, we the whole, known. they would have snatched everything on Walmart. <laughs> but like you said, going back to what we was talking about, he didn't get the signs. <laughs> like, and I'm like, bro, this nigga, he didn't see the signs. He's pack, he's practicing restraint. So, and shout out to you, Shannon, um, of yeah. being able to understand that I still got shit I want to pay for. Did you see the rest of the show? I, I didn't need. To, I don't. I don't watch it no more. Only because I can't take Skip's act anymore. That, yeah, me neither. Like he's the biggest hater in the world. I don't need that energy that early in the day. And I don't know what him and Tom Brady got going on, but that was another time he damn near. You're got jealous, time. nigga, he damn near bro. Got his like Shannon, another time. <laughs> like bro, you'd have been too close the last <laughs> month to one more time. Like, bro, you got one more time, bro. <laughs> he don't know the. T- he it's don't twice. understand. He probably told him off camera. That's twice. Hey, you keep playing with me. You know, keep that's, playing in my face. Skip, that's twice. You know, the, the first thing a nigga whoop your ass for is playing in his face. Playing in his face. <laughs> like, yeah. like black like, men, nah, we nah, don't nah, deal nah, with that shit do? well. <laughs> like, like, you got one more time? You antagonizing me, bro. Listen, <laughs> Tyler had a break. What did he say about his career? But we ain't going to do That nigga yeah. say, you're jealous. <laughs> that nigga shattered. I'm talking, nigga, I'm a three-time <laughs> champ. <laughs> Gold jacket. <laughs> <laughs> 
he been dead. He had to, the only time he, the, the only reason he be remembering that he in the studio is we need to see them cameras. Because sometimes he'll go and he'll, he'll for a second he'll forget. Then he see them cameras and he'll he'll bring it back in a little bit. But, Move my grandma out of a shack in Thomasville, Georgia. That time with Will Smith. He said straight up, I would whoop Will Smith ass. Like, damn, niggas wasn't expecting him to just come straight up and say, like, hey, nigga, I'll whoop your ass. That's what they wanted to say. Nigga, I would whoop oh, that nigga ass. But yeah, man, shout out to, to Shannon Shaw for keeping But we young. need that Composure, on TV man. sometimes. Where, like, we do. Like, I know this nigga still got it in him. Like, we do. Like, but the thing is, whoever sitting across from him, that's like, Swimming with sharks, like are you really? Are you willing hey, to blood take in that, the water, man? Like being on Tyson podcast. <laughs> you think you can be on Tyson podcast every episode? <laughs> you remember Boosie tightened up? Because <laughs> I let you know, even nigga, the street nigga know. What the fuck gives you the right to call somebody? Boosie's like, because oh, even the street nigga know, like Boosie got real ties, but he don't like. I'm at a disadvantage. <laughs> Both three was like, rest in peace. He looking at Boosie like, nigga, why I ever make drop this? <laughs> Hey, got nothing to do with that. He ain't saying my name. That nigga, and that nigga, you know, Mike is really crazy because he don't give a fuck about no cases, boots he got, no bodies. He, he Mike was gonna whoop your ass on behalf of every gay person in America. Nigga, <laughs> what the fuck gives you the right when nigga and talk to you? Started like looking that? to the side like, uh, uh, so I just. <laughs> I, I just don't believe. He talking to you. It's like Boosie, well, I, I, you know, I had said that I, I just don't believe in late. that. You know, Boosie talking loud. He, he, but that nigga. Had, that day, his teeth toned <laughs> all the way down. Because Tyson was the only 10 nigga in that room on 10. And, and you know, this is when you know Tyson next level scary to a lot of niggas. What? Nobody tried to indict Boosie Street cred. <laughs> After that situation, like, oh, this nigga ain't who I, because he's Mike. Mike Tyson is like, <laughs> if a nigga walk in here with a pit bull that, that ain't got no leash on it. Now, it's nice. It probably won't just bite you. But we don't know how but, it's going to go. But are you going to pet up the dog or are you going to punch him? <laughs> like, if Tyson walk in the room, you going to talk shit to this nigga or you going to be like, what's up, champ? But it, it was like, it was you really crazy. Because now that I think about it, it's like, nobody shit. tried to come for Boosie Head. Like, oh, this nigga got punked. Like, no, that we just go concede that he did what every other nigga would have did. I would never say Boosie got punked. Because <laughs> like, being scared and being smart is two different things. I'm living the fight of the day. I, I beat cancer. I beat death row. I'm not going to try Mike Tyson. Pick your battles. <laughs> pick your battles, man. Even if this nigga swing on me and he... Hopefully he missed because he's a he's a boxer, he's an ex champ. So hopefully he missed. This shit is muscle memory. So I'm just gonna hope he don't get another one out before my security grab. Like what y'all looking at? I can at? see Boosie. I can see Boosie in this bitch. Like and, and the nigga go come at me. <laughs> like I'm soft. <laughs> see that's when like Tyson is the type you don't even you don't even <laughs> you don't even get punks in, in this room, you know, on one day, and he ain't around no more. Then you talk shit when he ain't there, man. Nigga, just, no, I ain't saying nothing. Tyson's still the type of nigga, you ain't even gonna talk shit when he ain't around you. Because you might see him who again. Who Mitch Green? You might see him. Oh, <laughs> when he they beat met that nigga ass in front of, of Dapper Dance. Dapper Dance. And the interview with the dude that was the night manager at the below say, I mean, this was all Mitch Green's fault. <laughs> Mike was like, "Don't play me close." <laughs> he told him, "Don't play me close." You know, like you know that dog on there is like, "Don't see, don't look him in the eyes." You look him in the eyes. He said, "Miss Green wouldn't keep quit getting up though." He said he kept dropping it, but he just kept jumping up. 
The nigga wouldn't sit down. He said he was in his Rolls Royce. Remember? Did you hear the interview? Yeah, so the nigga he said, nigga knocked his mirror off. Can you imagine the, the visual oh, of this whole thing going on? Just imagine if camera phones was back. This, you got to think, this nigga oh. had the Jerry Curl. He said, <laughs> he tried imagine to how that Jerry Curl oh, was shaking, dude. Like this nigga, oh, this nigga didn't hit me. Because he looked like he got hit by a goddamn Briggs truck the next day when they took the pictures of this. I never get Steve Harvey standing up like the nigga say shit was just talking while he was on the news like this. <laughs> Like, how you gonna pick a fight with Mike Tyson without gloves? Even as a trained boxer, nigga. <laughs> without with gloves. A, with a crowd. I don't want to win gloves. With a crowd. Without gloves? Like, that's the worst thing a nigga that do, can do. My face ain't is Act for like it. he hard in front of a crowd and get his ass whooped in front of a crowd. Stop. Mike Tyson hit me one time in my face. I will never. No, like. It'll take a lot of money for them to put my shit Like, back. when people be saying, like, we know Mike Tyson ain't the greatest boxer. Right. But, but he's knockout the craziest artists, he's the nigga greatest who's trained artists. to fight. That's a different level. He's a crazy nigga trained to fight. Dog, he never left the corner slow. As soon as the bell rung, he was right on your ass. Like, what was that movie with Jet Li when they put the, <laughs> they put the shit on his neck? When they take it off, he fucking go crazy. That's how the Mike one he was with, uh, with the bell. DMX. Nah, it was one he was. It, 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 I ain't gonna go down. It's like Unleashed or something. Yeah, Unleashed. Oh. Man, it's just, I They don't had to know, put this dog. collar on his neck, and then to put the collar on his neck, he's straight. But when, as soon as they take that collar off, he's he like. He Mike a different up. nigga. Like, Mike told, he, Mike was on the pivot, and he said, my three years in jail was the best three years of my life. And they was like, nigga, you have millions. He was like, I finally had peace. He was like, you know how, you know how psychotic a nigga had to be at his lowest to, to feel like I needed to go to jail for peace? Cause this is better than this where This is better I came for the from. world that I'm in here. <laughs> like, let me know all crazy. <laughs> like, but I knew niggas crazy when he got out. He was still crazy. Man, so speaking when he of, said I'm gonna eat, nigga, when he said I'm gonna eat his oh boy kids, I want to eat his kids. I want to eat his kids. Then he said I'll do to Allah. Like, Whoa, <laughs> no, you can't no. say you want to eat somebody no, kids. No, he then. told that nigga I'll fuck you and make you love it. <laughs> like, at the press conference. He's like, bitch, I'll fuck you in your ass and make you love it. I was like, like whoa, oh, shit. <laughs> so you going to piss that nigga off. So it goes all back to this. Boosie, we understand, my nigga. I wouldn't have said nothing. You either. handled that shit like a real nigga. Like a G. And like, giving a shout out to somebody who handled it like a real nigga, we have to and call somebody to... The pulpit who dropped the ball when it came to all real nigga movies. Oh my god! Um, I've been meaning and wanting to kind of discuss this because we gonna come from a side that y'all not expect. We can talk about it now. We can talk about it. The shit didn't happen. Yeah. D boy gotta buy some seafood for his bet. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, what I'm telling you is this: the Tory Lanez Meg situation. It was the most toxic and. Like gender splitting. That shit gone for like two years. It was the longest, most drawn Man. out, like soap opera of, of a, of a um, case. And my my condolences go out to everyone affected. Mm-hmm. The families affected because I just have to say, any nigga I hear that was trying to die on this hill of championing this this situation. Why? I'm asking because he dropped the ball several times yeah. within an hour or two that night. Yep. 
And nobody is is calling out the bullshit before the case, before, before the, the party. shit even hit, before the shit before even hit even the, the, the fan. This nigga has so many missteps. And as a grown ass older man, I just had to call out the where he fucked up. He fucked up three main situations. And this happened before he even got he to that pool. He walked in the party. That's what I'm saying. He fucked up before he even got inside of the party. His first fuck up, the first fuck up for Tory Lanez, the first mistake he made <laughs> was he had no dick discipline. His lack of dick discipline is the main culprit here. Got him in trouble. It got him in trouble. A lot of trouble. Your life has changed because you just had to get that nut off. But this one and that one. I don't give a fuck and what ramifications he came from them throwing it at you, bro. If you hit one, you can't hit the other. You can't. Make your choice the first time. You can't go back. You know what I'm saying? And it's like you it's like you go be a grip or you go be a blood. Like you can't you can't be both. You gotta draw the line in the sand. <laughs> you can't be both. You can't fuck both. I don't no. give a fuck what the situation entailed, how it happened. You can't do you it. You had to have dick discipline here if you wanted to maintain this relation these relationships in any capacity without Damn. shit hitting the fan. The second thing <clears throat> that I feel like he fucked up on. Was not that he's made this grave mistake. <laughs> yeah. Why are you going to a place where both of them will be? Don't even go to the party. Alcohol, <sighs> recreational drugs, probably. Definitely. Everything's involved. A lot of weed. And why are you going, bro? A lot of tequila. Like if they invite you, like, hey, pull up. I can't. I know what I I've done. Record. I I know what I've done. And I'm still going to go. Like, how, how am I going to entertain myself? Like, am I that big-headed? Oh, Kylie House? Oh, y'all, ooh. I felt like it was some real groupie action. Probably. I'll never get this invite again. <laughs> like, nigga. <laughs> discipline. Now we move from dick discipline to life discipline. <laughs> Ain't got to go to all the parties. The third thing he fucked up is, <laughs> is he tried to shoot at another chick. With the two chicks that he shouldn't have fucked the both of them. So he already, you he to, already in a pickle. You here with a pickle already, in, already the ball, in a pickle. But yeah. you trying to fuck with somebody else? Damn, bro. Who are you, being, nigga? <laughs> like, who are you, bro? Like, he thought he was invisible. They he really thought they can't he. Can't see um, me. They can't see me. Uh, like, these niggas be falling victim to the to their own like. Think it was Ego. drugs. Think like, it was, that too. It wasn't drugs, bro. I think he That's really believed how big was he's his that head nigga. Like, I didn't fuck both head. of them. I think I can get her. I'm Tory Lane. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm Tory Lane. Shit. I don't give a fuck if it was Kylie Jenner or not. Who I, it is, whoever it is, you should not be trying to shoot at another chick when the two girls that invited you are both chicks that you fucked. And you know you shouldn't have fucked both of them because of their their ties as being best friends at the time. That's that shit you supposed to know even even before before the fame. All of this ties to lack of dick dis, dick discipline, bro. Like, see, I just let you know who wasn't really on no player shit before they became rich and famous shit. And then, nigga, you are even horrible criminal than you are a horrible man. Oh man, who calls after someone has been harmed, like a gunshot wound? You gonna call and apologize, nigga? 
My whole telephone. Via text, too. He a t- <laughs> ah, it was a text? <laughs> he did a text uh, and then left a voicemail. He ain't never committed no crimes. <laughs> like, nigga, oh my gosh, bro. I mean, you, like, ain't even, you ain't never had to commit no crimes, but nigga, you ain't never watched The Wire. Like, nigga. TV? It's fucking I, I, law and I, order or nothing? I just hope that he's going in that jail cell right now and just playing this over. Oh, head. oh, it's all playing back to him now. He's slapping himself. I like, hope you understand every I fuck up this. along the way. Damn, I did this. Fuck. <clears throat> I did this. Yeah, that shit is in his head. He can't sleep now. He fucked up all them times and then had the nerve his, for his dad to blame Rock Nation. You dropped the ball. <laughs> Now you for not man. schooling this nigga long time. Really, ago. ultimately, it's your, it was your job <laughs> to prepare this nigga for this type. Now shit. you here? Now you blaming another man? And that's how I know it wasn't any leadership in the household because nigga, you took his haircut. And that nigga, no matter how he was fucked wearing, up, I think he was wearing his clothes. That nigga looked like just. I think he's wearing his. clothes. He looked bro. like Tory Lanez, and you know how they used to have an episode so like sitcoms where like they they go into like. They old years, and they, <laughs> but you can tell it's just deal makeup. That's really what I'm like. I, in my mind, when he came back, because I had never he seen had, his he pops. Had a satchel. <laughs> I had I never seen the satchel. Him. I say, ah, he wanted this these. Nigga, he, he, he wanted them pops. He went into his. He's like, I'm going to go in his in his closet. What do you have, son? He probably called his daddy, bro. <laughs> He, he that kind like of Like, I knew it wasn't no leadership in the household when his dad walked out. I'm like, this nigga's a carbon copy. When I see <laughs> And he's not trying to age yeah. like himself. He's trying to look like his kid. Spray hair and all. Like, bro. Daddy, stay out my hair. I blame my nation. <laughs> like, you know, bro. You know that nigga say, stay out of my clothes. That nigga told his daddy, daddy, stay out of my hair. Daddy wearing all his shit now. Daddy spread his, he using the same hair. Daddy wearing all his shit now. Oh, that's fucked up. Like, how much time you think he gonna get? Say he gonna get about eight years. Man. But it's like and they said they might five. ship him back to uh, Canada. <laughs> that's gonna be. That's I mean that's now that's just like the ultimate. Like get the fuck out. You just seen all this shit over here in America. They ship now me they, back. Peace, nigga. <laughs> back to big New York City. <laughs> now you know what's crazy, bro. This is the craziest shit ever. This shit hit me real talk when they be deporting people. Uh-huh. I never forget it. Uh, we was in Cabo. This was a few years ago. This when uh Trump was sending everybody back <laughs> to <Trump>. Mexico. Niggas say, uh, dude, dude uh, we was waiting on our, our shuttle, and the dude was just telling like, where you guys from? And he talks perfect English, though. So I'm like, man, what the fuck? Like, how you working at a resort in Mexico? He's like, yeah. yeah no accent. I, you know, I was, born in, I was born in Los Angeles. But he, like, so he wasn't born there per se. Ah, he didn't have his papers. His parents were never were citizens. So he didn't know Damn. that he wasn't a U.S. citizen yep. until he got pulled over. And he got deported because he had contact with the police. And he ended up getting deported. Yeah. I also then we went to do ride four-wheelers. <laughs> this is the craziest shit to me. Crazy. So the dude that I was our tour guide for the four-wheelers, he was from Channel View, the north side of Houston. He said he'd been there like four months. He got deported too? Like, Damn. He working now. He, you went from Channel View in Houston, big ass city in Houston, to now you working at a four wheeler stop, thirty minutes outside of Cabo in the middle of the desert, middle of nowhere. Like, could you imagine, bro? Like, and he talking normal for you. Like, yeah, uh, he not from Channel View. He's from uh, Damn, Greens Point. He from the north side, like, Greens fight Point. To, fight to get the, bro. Like, imagine that's just like somebody taking us to like 
Our mama born, say our mom was born in Africa. And we wake up in fucking South We Africa fuck up, somewhere. and they like, we gonna send your ass back there, figure and it out. And just drop you off. <laughs> like, they gonna be first class, and they gonna be no good coach seats. Gonna I mean, that's just like uh, Governor Abbott just driving these people from Mexico all the way to Kamala Harris' house. <laughs> Speaking of that shit, like, like, dog, man. You know, that's, I'm like, this that's a whole other life. show, bro. That's, like, this feels yeah, like I hate it here. It feels like a, it feels like a skit. Like, like, why would you drive them to her house? <laughs> this nigga drove. Border them. close. <laughs> this nigga <laughs> drove them way. Fuck it. Taxpayer money, bro. Texas. That's taxpayer money. All the way up to Virginia. <laughs> Them niggas don't know where they going. Cause you gotta think. <laughs> like they just here. So they like, nah, normally it takes two or three hours to get back home. We've we been, we been in the bus for <laughs> you know, hours. Stopping at every, every stop. stop. <laughs> like, damn, which way are we going? We going a long way. Like, y'all y'all go going north. House. I'm like, where the fuck are we, bro? What do you think she was like? Y'all dropped us out of the house nicer than where y'all picked us up at, but now we we still that square. <laughs> what is the response though when they drop your ass off? And you you look out your blinds and you got just twenty people you ain't never seen in your life on on your lawn, bro. <laughs> With all they shit, and it just showed them. What just, do you do? And it just showed the the uh, the coach buses just driving off, and the people just it looking just drop them off. <laughs> like, like that's some bullshit. That see that's man. Greg Abbott, man, dog. What, what? That's why God took away his ability to walk. You can't just you can't just do people like that and just think God is just gonna let you do. You know what I'm saying? And that's real talk, know, bro. I, you can't I, just do people like that. I really think he's just getting us all back for him not being able to to walk. And it's not even on us. That's like the guy that gets bullied that becomes a cop. Man, bro, right. I didn't bully. I didn't take your lunch money, dog. Man, it's just I don't know, yeah. dog. Like. I hate it here. That's just like, <laughs> that's just like, and then Biden clueless ass. Uh, <laughs> this nigga's the world's oldest president. This nigga, me and my girl was laughing yesterday. Cause you know how niggas do oh. shit. He like Biden seems like the type. Somebody tell him to do something, he just gonna do it. He don't even know the context of that. So I saw he had shouted out the Capitals of founders. That I'm like, shout out to y'all. Did he throw up the yo? <laughs> no. he probably did he throw that shit up? Nah, he just did it on Twitter. <laughs> he like shout out to the men of Cap oh, okay. Alpha Psi. I was like, this nigga don't know he, he don't started. He don't know it's eight more. <laughs> like uh, you, that means if you, you don't give everybody the whole they vote, everybody, oh them niggas gonna you gonna lose their vote. You ain't giving <laughs> shit on our founders' day, nigga. <laughs> we ain't voting for this nigga noops, noops for whoever. My girl you. Delta, she was like, that nigga better say something he about the red. Someone on our founders' <laughs> when they founders' day, they wait, <laughs> they wait for. I was like, they nigga, found. you literally been out boy. You, you, that means somebody needs to put out your schedule. This is their founders' day. Cause you, dead, Cause you miss one step. Somebody that work at the at the White House, nigga, is a capital told his homeboys, well, nigga, watch, you know the president. Watch, no, watch what I do to him. <laughs> hey, hey, president, give us a little shot. That's nothing big. Just Q's gonna be ready to jump that yeah, nigga. Just a little, you know, just one of my small little groups, man. Can you give us a thumbs up? <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> and, and put the okay sign. Put the okay hand sign. But he said, "What what, what he say on the Breakfast Club? If if you don't vote for me, you ain't black." That's how I know the nigga just being coached. Y'all try to say Barack Obama was a Manchurian candidate? Nah, this nigga is because Barack knew better. He was like, "Shit, if I ain't gonna keep this energy, let me not shout out nobody." All right, because. Because them Q's going to stop a hold of that nigga. Hey, <laughs> he don't shout out that purple and gold. He going to be at one of them. 
Tom Jordan cruises or something. He gonna run across the line. Tom gonna run up on that nigga with smoke. He's like, nigga. He gonna, he gonna be cue Atomic Dog. <laughs> soon as Atomic Dog come on, you know. When you cue that shit, nigga, that's like a gang call. That's like a whistle. They all go get as soon as you soon, hey, You know hey, how them niggas up. surrounded the uh you Man. know how the uh the, the five percent surrounded the bar class shit? When? For for Kyrie Irving, you ain't see that shit. Uh-uh. Oh my God, you ain't you uh, didn't see didn't that. See Spider, that, you saw that shit. I would have loved that. Oh yeah, it was like I probably that like eight hundred men. Like in in you know, you saw you remember Malcolm X movie. Yeah, when the women the men went to the the, uh, to the, the police department or oh, the police for what the dude they when they beat the dude. Yeah, and he says too much power for one man. And yeah. he, they was all in. It was just like that for yeah, for Kyrie. He did his finger like that. And they all had the same like gold, uh, like hoodies on the five percent. I'm like, oh shit! I didn't even know it was that many of them. Man, listen, these niggas just stand in the middle of Times Square, just and I'm like, oh hell no. Nah. Hey, my barber, my, my barber, uh, on the barbershop, I've been cutting my hair for shit almost thirty years. He a five percent. They mobilized. They shit is strict, like they diet and everything. It's strict. Strict man, they do some them some mad niggas, bro. Yeah, they, like, they 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 got disciplined brothers. They got they got, but the thing about it, they have a they have an issue with people. The reason I say that is they have an issue with people that try to subject, especially the black men and black and the black race to being less than. You know what I'm saying? So even if. Kyrie had never come out and say, like, I'm a 5% or something. Right, right, right. They felt that the plight that he was dealing with, it aligns with theirs. Right. And so they showed up, and but I feel like I could see some shit like that happening for uh, Biden if this nigga don't start shouting out. Every, every founder's day, day he got, he's going to have to, bro. It's going to be a problem. He's going to lose a lot of votes, too. A lot of votes. Because, you yeah. know, they got imprint. Like, this who we riding with. Especially the Sauron, especially them sororities, them, 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 them ladies. You better. You, if, you don't shout out, if you don't shout out the fellas, Kamala, it is your you know the AKAs get nailed. she know the divine nine. Because you know the AKAs get nailed. She going to see to it. But what? everybody else, what? I really believe. I'm like, deltas. I'm just like, man. He probably saw her like, what is Founders Day? Let me, if she's saying it, let me he say it. know what it was. Like, I know man. he didn't. Man, he probably Google what's the what's the most recent Founders Day and it was Kappa. And that's what he wrote. That's what he rocked with. Man, shout out to y'all. Shout out to that boy Knowledge, man. Hey, what's happening? Shout out to the Marachi. Yeah. Before um, you know, another thing that that kind of went on and uh, I I just I don't know. Like I'm thinking of all the things that went on in 2022. And then I'm thinking of how 2023 is starting. Oh, hey, if I leave America, bro, y'all would, would y'all judge me, man? Like, if you have you ever thought about where you would live if you didn't live in America? Man, shit, I don't want to live nowhere where it's hot all the fucking time. What could you like? Just off of what you know, what could you see yourself? Where? Yeah, Jamaica. <laughs> <laughs> Not cause of weed, cause they shit over there. Yeah. Hell no, nah, bro. Well, I mean, on some real shit. I don't. Man, that's a good question. Maybe I mean, I, I would love to go back to the motherland. You know, uh, de- depending where. But you know, it's these batch of niggas. The reason I say that, 
It's these batch of niggas. Uh, uh, when you get home or if you're listening to this, all I want you to do is go to your Instagram <laughs> or your Twitter and put in pound or hashtag Passport Bros. Passport. Do you passport know anything bro. about Passport Bros? Uh-uh. Passport Bros is a contingent of niggas. Not just niggas, but mainly niggas. Who don't believe that Western women, American women, are fit to be wives, which I don't agree with, which is some bullshit. Yeah, that's crazy. Basically, it's dudes who want yes women and suppressed women. Absolutely. So they go to other places to date women and kind of like find their wives, but all they're doing is looking for damn near male auto bride. Like they don't, they just want very um sub subservient women that so they go to subservient cultures yeah and they basically prey on the women over there they they and try and try to date them and bring them back man <coughs> i'll be looking at some other races sometimes not looking at them but i i notice other races sometimes from random areas you talking about dog you can see their culture is totally different when it comes to that like they walk in front of they Wives, they don't hold the door before they walk in front of the door, you know, walking the door first and shit. And they be on their cell phone, wife behind them with the kid. They don't, you know, don't even, you know, they they so used to it in that culture. They just be like, you know, that's that's just how it is. And I'd be looking at, like, damn. And then if you open up the door for their girl, they'll just keep on, like, they'll walk. If you open up the door, say you open it up because you see her in front of him or whatever, he'll they'll walk in front of her. And I'll you know, be like, say, hey, man, wow. I, no, I'm gonna say wow loud enough for them to hear me. I shake my like, head at niggas on, who, who how they want their girl walking closest to the street. Wow, bro, that's crazy. It'd be small shit like that. It's just as bad as your girl, you in the passenger seat or in the driver's seat, and she get out and pump the gas. Like that's like that type shit. Like that's I, I was saying. I don't see that before. <laughs> I was saying that's how I know like I'm getting older because it's shit like that that annoys me. It bothers you. <laughs> like it's like I know this nigga ain't got this chick out here. <laughs> Snigga, be- this nigga in the passenger seat. She already driving probably her car because it's a little car and it's got <laughs> AKA plates. So I know it's her car. He in the passenger seat on his phone. She pumping gas. But you know what that, that hey. made me think of is like, it's, it's real talk as men, especially if you weren't privy to being able to see it in the household in the right, in the right yeah. fashion. Like a man exemplified all the way through. You got like find you, you got to try to figure that shit out sometimes, yeah, and yeah. that shit kind of like it's scary because especially as you bring in kids into the world and and, and start you know courting uh your your wife and and building your family unit or an accountability there. I just be thinking it because I'm thinking we talked we talked we joked we talked about the missteps of Tory Lanes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we talked about the missteps that. Like pretty much the lack of discipline, and it's certain things exemplified <clears throat> that you should see exemplified that we don't realize until it's too late. Yeah. Like it's certain discipline that we need to have, like financially, yeah. emotionally. Like, and I think it's harder now, in a way. It's definitely harder now to to, to father to to be a partner in a man's perspective from a man's perspective because it's 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 more to the job now to just provide. 
Because, you know, back in the day, we thought, oh, I'll bring her home to bacon. You never seen that. If, if you, like a lot of people I knew grew up with a father, they struggled. They never seen their dad if he worked two or three jobs. Right. Daddy went to work when we got up for school and shit. We was in the bed when daddy came home. So that was just providing. But now you got to, you know, you got to go to games. You got to actually have conversations with your kid. You got to actually, like, really, like, like, time is way more than money right now. Like, time and conversations and shit is way more than being able to just provide financially. Like you really have to get your, especially if you got a young black male like I do, you it's a lot of shit you gotta tell them. I mean, my son's 16, so I can have a conversation with him about anything. Yeah. So I just have to tell him shit like straight up and he, he driving now. So I'm like, you get pulled over, Keep your hands on the steering wheel. You not little, hell bigger than me. Yeah. Like keep your hands on the steering wheel. You know, do this, do that, whatever. Somebody mess with your I mean, just just all kind of shit that I didn't have the privilege right. of having. You know what I'm saying? And when when you say you it's too late sometimes, like shit. That's how I learned most of my shit growing up is by getting hit in the head because I didn't have that person to right. me. Hey, don't Make sure your credit score is this, and don't fuck your credit up, and don't do this, or don't yeah. make sure you, you know what I'm the saying. The power so, of, of of credit, like the freedom, sh- like. Man, uh, but the main thing, the reason I asked is, I'm asking you mainly because, like, I know there's an uh, there's an emotional uh, role that we have to play now, yeah, and yeah. especially since uh, since you know our generation and generations behind us. They are more in tune with what e- true emotion, of va- tr- emotional valuation is, mm-hmm. uh, from an early age. Yeah. So it's like it can't just be my way without context for a lot of kids now. Right. And so you have to be able to communicate effectively. It seems more than pa- our parents did. Like right. when I, when my mom said some shit, it went even, yeah. no matter how flawed it might have been. Yeah. But now it's like shit. What ramifications come with how I how I raise my kid now? Because we see it, we can see how the ramifications of other people's misfalls and missteps with their kids, right. how they rear their head when they when that's a grown up that you can't get through to now. Yeah. And yeah. so I was wondering, like, what's the biggest thing that you kind of had to check yourself on, or just kind of grow or, or or grow yourself on when it came to providing the father the fatherly role and presence that you didn't didn't have always growing uh, up? Well, one thing I had to learn was like, because you know I had my oldest so young, I was still a kid. So when I had my son, which they're 10 years apart, I had to realize like when he started getting 10, 11, like we ain't friends. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? I'm not your friend. I'm not your homie. You know what I'm you saying? You have to draw the line can't somewhere. Come. Yeah, love him to death. Like, we have, you know what I'm saying? That's my son. He know he got a cool pops, but, like, he don't call me bro. You know what I'm saying? And he know if I say some shit and he know I'm serious, he don't laugh it off. Like, you know, one of his homeboys told him something. He just kind of, nah, he know, like, okay, I, you know. Pops is cool as fuck, but pops is still... Pops is still pops. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that was one. But like now, man, I think it's it's and it's getting so much more harder now because our kids are so like they have so much access to shit. Like 
They have knowledge that we didn't have. That we didn't they know have. shit that we didn't know about. Like just right. going back, my mom, you know, old school. We in the house, you know, ain't no sex on the screen, but this would be my kids, teenagers. This of this probably when they was my, my son. Let me see, my baby girlfriend to be fifteen next month. Next month, my son to be seventeen. So they was probably twelve and thirteen, maybe fourteen, fifteen, and we was uh, at my mom's house, and it was a movie on. Had a you know couple cuss words. Yeah. Y'all, y'all, y'all turn that. Y'all turn that. Yeah, she, she damn to get flushed. I said, "Mama." She was like, "What?" I said, "Grab Evans' uh, earbuds and hit play on his phone, <laughs> or grab any of your grand because all the grandkids right. were there, and they all from seventeen to fifteen. And it's what my sister's three and my two, and they all a year apart. So they like this ain't nothing that they I said, don't "Mama, hear. grab their music and play it and see what and listen what you hear." Now, when they're in the car with me and shit, I'm not just blasting shit that's just cussing motherfucker, that motherfucker, that motherfucker, that. Yeah. But at the same time, when they're listening to their own music at 15, 16, I mean, they're hell, aware. I was listening to NWA. So they're aware of stuff you don't realize that they're aware of unless you in Bro, denial. Way more advanced now. Like when people say they trip out about, man, I gave my five-year-old my cell phone and they know how to do more than, than I do. Bro, a kid knows how to keep them, how to go to the, like you got to think, a kid knows how to turn the TV on, go to the app, with the, find the show that they want to watch and sit there. They know how to go to the next show. They know how to record what they want to record. Bro. They know how to go and get their snacks. And it's like, we realized stuff, but it was like we didn't yeah. have as much technical technology. Yeah. Like, I was walking home at five years old, but I didn't know how to fucking set my mom's goddamn, like, do my mom's, like, ring camera at fucking eight years old either. And that's how, that's, and that's why I'm like, that's how parents around my age are learning, especially that came up like I came up. I came up under the rules that my mom had. My mom had the same rules my granddad had. His grand, he probably had the same rules his dad had. Don't say this to me. You can't watch this. You can't do this. I mean those same rules. But when my generation hit, and then our kids, because you think about it, bro, like like how the world is today. Fifty, like motherfuckers having babies at 50, 53, shit like that, and that's normal now. I mean, yeah. you have better medicine. I mean, you work out, take care of yourself, whatever. You know, so that's cool. I like that that I am. You know, because I gotta have another child, but that's a whole nother story. But I don't feel like I'm old. Twenty years ago, having a baby in your forties, weird. Or Thirty years ago, they'd be like, "What the fuck are you thinking about?" Like, what? But like I say, what makes it a challenge is how they grew up. Like my mom was like, "Okay, well, I'm gonna take her dad. My grandparents is, you know, their mode or however they raised the family. They did the same thing. I can't do that." with my kids because they have so much access to shit. If I try to raise them on that old school yeah. shit, they'll be out here in these streets fucking lost. Cause they, they just gonna look at they just gonna they'll give up lost. on they gonna give up on trying to reach to to, to have some common ground with yeah. you because it's not gonna be applicable. Right. And the, I feel like that's the easiest way to to kind of turn your kids away from you is to to put up this hard uh, like complex where it's like they have no room to communicate to them what their no issue social is. skills you can't go no nowhere. Social skills. Like, it's like 
Because all you're doing is suppressing something that's going to come out at some point. It's going to blow up when they go to college. (laughs) Because, you know, that's where it happens a lot. And you kind of hope they go to college to blow up and not the real world. I don't want to, man. I wonder why my daughter moves so far away from college. A lot of times when these girls and boys go way far from home, they're trying to get the fuck away from home. They lose themselves in the freedom that they never had. They couldn't do shit. And they don't know how to to navigate. Yeah, so like you have to be, nowadays as a parent, I ain't saying I'm walking around this bitch in skinny jeans and, 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 and shit like that, but as far as communicating with them and as far as you know, certain shit with they psyche, I have to stay in the loop and shit. Like, I, I mean, I have to. Yeah. Or they'll be, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'll be lost. They'll be raising me. Man, I see Tell that more than you realize. You will be Tory Lane's dad. <laughs> <laughs> People going to be like, that nigga look like his son. Because instead of yelling at Jay-Z and Rock Nation, I would have been yelling at my son like, nigga, how, the whole segment we just had, nigga, how did you fuck up these three these three times? I, I yeah, raised you, bro, I raised like, you better. You try to blame another man and it. For I put on fall four. Yeah, bro. I it's like, oh, far, this, bro. they want to. They have the blame game that they like to play. You know, what right? You gonna you gonna blame some man? No accountability. It's like your child go to school and make F's and everything. And now you want you you waiting outside to fight the teacher. You ain't <laughs> teaching my child right. <laughs> what? <laughs> you ain't helping them with their own work. You can't blame me. But yeah, man, it's it's it's. Like, I think it's I I to be honest, bro. I I love having teenagers man like they keep me on my shit and i don't have to be so stern like nowadays i feel like if you set a good foundation and you show them what the fuck's supposed to be going on yeah you can dad i want to go to the mall all right well you know what time you gotta cool you ain't gotta be like oh do you think we gotta really let them go you have to allow allow your kids to know you trust allow them to fuck up because you know like and when they fuck up you also have because they say you have to allow kids to also gain your trust. What I mean by that yeah. is prove that they are untrustworthy yeah. versus like trying to keep them from being able to prove it. Like yeah. if this kid, if you if this kid wants to go out, give them a a a, a, a curfew and see if they make it. Yeah. See how they handle the freedom that you give them, and then as they do well with that, you expand it. Yeah. Or you know what I mean? Things like that. It's like, but parents, you you can't. I, I I don't have any kids, but I'm speaking. I have br- little brothers yeah. that are teenagers. I have br- little brothers that are young men. Um, I honestly believe what you avoid or keep away from your kids might be the is mainly going to be the what what trips them up as a, as an adult. Gotta have open relationships, and I mean open conversations, and that shit is rough because especially when you have daughters too. Like when you having that con- that open conversation with them, yeah, and you ask them a question and they really give you the answer to it because they trust you. You want to react in a certain way and say, some, you know, the the dad in you, but you just gotta be like, you gotta keep that communication open because once you, once they open up to you about some shit and you jump on them. You know, not literally, but verbally, and yeah. like, God damn it, like they did back in the back. You, you yeah. ain't grown. She's gonna turn away from you and cling she'll to another man. She'll never open up to you again. Well, she'll, she'll be afraid to have an open conversation with you. You may be able to build that shit back up, but by the time you do, it's 
probably three or four conversations that should have been had in that time. And so she was scared to have with you because the last time she opened up to you, you blew up. You know something, so that man? Shit is, that shit is hard. You know what I always told myself if I have a daughter is I want my daughter to see me yeah, and not her father. The yeah. reason I say that is in the eyes, especially of a of a daughter to her dad who's been there and been involved in her world the best way, she sees almost like a superhero, like a man oh, that yeah. is yeah. that hasn't had the fuck ups and the of a, yeah. of other men that she's gonna come across. Yeah, Meaning can't like, do no wrong. like I want my my daughter to know that I had major missteps with women before I got it right. I want her to know my transgressions and what made what 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 kind of impeded my growth as a man and not trying to have it like I got it all together now that you see it. But like I could tell you and be transparent with it because it's like that way I want you to have a measured approach to mm-hmm. what a, what what did, what a men are going to be, especially when you come out into the real world. Yeah. Like if you're looking for a Prince Charming to have it all together, that's not a realistic way in most ca- in, yeah. in most capacities. So if I try to bring the 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 holier than thou, the perfect man to my my daughter, of, of course I'm going to set a precedence that she's what she, she needs to expect from the treatment and from courting and, and what respect right. and how yeah. dialogue should be. But as far as I want you to know. That your 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 dad fucked up just like yeah, men absolutely. are gonna fuck up. Gonna but fuck I, up. I'm not excusing it. I just want you to be aware of it. That I ain't perfect. Because you that way you're not gonna lose yourself and feel like you are the reason that he did it. Right, it's like, right, oh, right, I don't right, want you to right, feel right. like you're blaming yourself because mm-hmm. my dad would have never done this. So I must be no. Yeah. Your dad did the same shit. He did the same shit <laughs> until I got ain't it right. Either. You yeah. know, because then I don't want you blaming yourself because you ended up not being able to like create this or save this man or make this man be ready and perfect at that right. time because how a woman approaches a relationship, that is really a big thing, but it also, it can be helped by her relationship and her dialogue with her dad if he, if he, if he provides it in a real world way for her. Yeah. Like I'm not trying to be a superhero for right, my dog. Right, right, right. And she'll 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 know how to pick them, cause I mean you could tell, like I don't want to sit here and say that it's harder to be a dad than it is to be a mom, cause moms deal with a lot more than than we have to deal with. But I will say this: as a dad, you have to teach your son how to be a man, and as a daughter, you have to teach. I don't want to say teach, but you have to kind of set a blueprint or 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 how to navigate. Kind of set man. an example of what man you need to try to kind of look for, and I think the same way with with the mother when she, you know, like you. Of course, we will never find out, mamas. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm I, saying? I was, but you gonna look at some qualities in, in a woman that you want to say that you want to, you know. Call your wife and spend the rest of your life with you. You know it's biological, quali- right? You're gonna see some qualities in your mama. You know it's biological, right? That what's that? You know, the 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 parent child relationship, because it's gonna sound weird when I say it, it has to it grows because we are aware that it's not that, but 
there's the beginnings of romanticism there. What I mean by that is like the apple of my eye type situation. Right. So what your parent or your your what your like you ever met those parents that everything I want in my mate, I'm gonna try to grow my kid up to be? Yeah. That's a romanticism yeah. there. Or if you ever seen those kids who everything my parent was, I wanted my partner. Right. That's a romanticism there, but that's a learned condition from a biological place because this is our person that we most closely tied to from a genetic perspective. Man. So that is who yeah. we most relate to in a lot of world. Oh, that's where our comfort zone is. Right. So you're looking for, like, I, and that's not a healthy thing a lot of times yeah. because parents are flawed people that normally are the person that has the leverage in a relationship. So yeah. if that kid has not been equipped to be able to contextually navigate that 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 relationship with an opinion, or even just with the ability to be able to verbalize themselves, when they go to their next relationship with that same sex or that same type of person that they had with their parent, they're going to suppress themselves. And a lot of times they're going to be a subservient self, whether that be a man or a woman. And that's how you end up being somebody that's taking advantage of a relationship. Right. Because your parent never allowed you to have a voice, and you felt that they kept the peace in the household, so let me not let me do this as I move into my relationships. And now yeah, you're that's beating real. back. Yeah, you, you yeah know that's what I'm real. Saying? Damn, like, man. Well, we can talk about this. Shit. Yes, I don't know why I just wanted to talk yeah. about that because I feel like just on it's how good we shit coach. To know, though, man. Yeah. yeah, it's good shit to know because this, 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 this being a parent, man, it, it, it ain't. It ain't easy unless you make it, unless you want it to be easy. And then when I say you want it to be easy, it means not being involved. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's not easy, but it's fun, though, man. You can't seeing... make up the time. Like, even if y'all on yeah. good ground, it's going to be a sense of unfamiliarity if you miss the large block of time right. yeah. in your child's life. Yeah, I'm trying to tell you. You know what I'm saying? And like, that's why, that's one of my biggest fears is... uh not being able to be there for my kid, you know, when I'm fortunate to have them on a daily basis, whatever that might be, because I feel as though you can't, the comfort of knowing that that parent going to be there when you wake up, when they kid, when they young, mm-hmm. I feel like that kind of grows them into like this trust that he got me or right. they got me. Right. And even if you're not there when they wake up, it's like, I know you will be here if I need you. Like at all times, like yeah. that's why I don't know, man. I, I'm looking forward to that that quest of parenthood, <laughs> but uh, it's cool, I man. It keeps you young, bro. Yeah, I'm sure. It you know, my you brothers young, keep man. me young, so if yeah. my brothers keep me. I can imagine my my kids, but before we get out of here, man, what what's yeah. something you looking forward to this I'm year? I say, uh, getting this paper, man, building up my real estate. Shit. Uh, that's really my big goal right now, man. Is just trying to build that up, man. That's, it starts slowly but surely, but it's it's just yeah, I'm, I'm I'm trying to build that up, bro. That's that's really ties to mind, like building on last year. It's really yeah. just building on last year well, momentum, trying to win this year. But honestly, man, you know, I feel like we off to a good start. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm glad you was able to pop out. It, it, it's yeah, been a man. I've been know. drinking water all day. I got these restaurant <laughs> spider. Can we take a five? <laughs> nah, we about to get out of here anyways, man. Before we get out of here, man, we just want to say, yeah, shout out man. to everybody that's been rocking yeah, with yeah. us. Appreciate shout out that. to our brethren, Flimarachi and that boy Nalis. That boy Nalis Bond, Flimarachi. Uh, shout shit. out. Before we get out of here, 
Any shout outs you got? Man. Nah, not really, man. Just family, you know, everybody, you know, everybody healthy. Thankful for another year, another opportunity to get it. And, let's you get know, this paper together, man. Let's get it, man. Let's this your boy it. Antoine the Source. DJ D Boy the Charming Ass. Oh, we out of here. Peace.